You're listening to The Semi-Field Writer. This is a show about my life experiences, my love for entertainment, and of course, my failures. Listen, my student athlete days are over. Tonight is the beginning of my adult life, and for the first time, I can do whatever I want. So I want to go to prom, get drunk, get potted up on weed, and lose my goddamn virginity. We're going to have the same first-time sex anniversary. We can go to dinner every year and commemorate it. Olive Garden. Yes, Olive Garden. Breadsticks <laughs> for life, bitch. First of all, that's not me. That's a scene from Blockers. And second of all, I never made such a declaration in my life. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode six of The Semi-Failed Writer. I'm recording from a different location this time around. I mentioned last time that I was going to be doing some house sitting, so that's where I'm at right now. Um, I should be in Indian Wells today, but more on that in a second. Um, we're taking care of two cats and a dog, so I hope they keep the noise to a minimum. Is that right? You can do that? I got a cat behind me. Unless you're living under a rock, the coronavirus is real and uh, we're all affected by it. You may not have contracted it, but I'm sure you've been taking some precautions. You clean out the stores by buying all the hand sanitizer, bottled water, toilet paper, like doomsdays around the corner. And you've also stopped drinking Corona beer, which just makes you look like an idiot. But in all seriousness, things are escalating quickly. Just on Monday, I found out the B&B Paribas Open, the tennis tournament I was supposed to go to this weekend, was canceled. And that was probably one of the first major events to shut down. And now about six days later, you have concerts being canceled, schools are closing indefinitely, and sports are either suspended or canceled altogether. I went to the grocery store the other day, and the place looked like it was about to go out of business. It was hard to find any items you needed, except the booze. Plenty of booze. Um, for whatever reason. I'm not going to be one of those people that says, oh, we're blowing this way out of proportion, but I do think some of our actions are a little misdirected. Just limit contact with other people, wash your hands, and get medical help immediately if you start to feel sick. Also listen to Joe Rogan's latest podcast with uh, Michael Osterholm. Just listen to the experts mostly. They'll tell you what you really need to do. Oh, one other thing about that. During this past few years, I've been more familiar with all the people involved in politics, more so than any other time, unfortunately. Um, but one new name came up that took me by surprise. Um, the president's personal physician made a statement last week, and his name was Dr. Sean Conley. When I read that name, I thought, I knew a Sean Conley. We went to college together. We both played saxophone and marching band. I think he was class of 02 and I was 05. But then I thought there were probably several Sean Conleys in the, the world, and so maybe I'll just look him up and see who he is. So I found a bio. It's the same guy. Wow. It's impressive for someone that I know to make it up to the White House, but I don't envy the job he has to do now, pandemic or not. But that's funny. I'm two degrees separated from the President of the United States. Okay, to start this episode, I want to share a post I found on Reddit. Well, before I do that, I'm just going to give you guys a warning that there's going to be profanity. This isn't an apology, just a disclaimer that I'll be uttering some curse words. Believe it or not, I have friends and family back at home that um, never heard me say so much as the word hell. But I'm 37 years old. I, I can't keep censoring myself. So one of the subreddits I followed is called Am I the Asshole? Or AITA. Basically, someone talks about a scenario 
someone's feelings gets hurt and then they go to the internet and they ask if they're the asshole, not the asshole, no assholes here or everybody sucks. So here's the one I want to read to you. This comes from an 18 year old male. All right. So today was quite traumatic for me. I'm a high school senior and prom proposal season is currently in full swing. I was in my AP chem class when suddenly an entourage of people entered my classroom with a disabled girl that I know. She has cerebral palsy. I first saw the posters and the bouquet of flowers she was holding and I thought, oh, that's sweet of her. Then they revealed the posters and I read my name and I was completely taken aback. I almost had a fucking anxiety attack. I didn't know what to say at all and the entire class was cheering and people even started filming. I was straight up frozen for a minute and I could feel myself burning up with the embarrassment. Of course I wanted to say no, but since it was so public and everyone was waiting for me to say yes, I did and I hugged her. Everyone clapped, including the teacher, and I was mortified. One of my buddies asked me if I was okay afterwards since apparently I looked like I was going to burst into tears and I told him I did not expect that at all and I didn't want to say yes. He suggested that I go find her after school or something and explained that to her and I agreed. Now this girl is really nice. We had a class together last year and sat next to each other for a majority of it and talked quite a lot. I would say we were friends then, but we haven't spoken more than two times this school year, so we're definitely drifted apart. That's why I completely got shocked when she sprung the prom asking on me. Usually people have their friends make sure that the other is at least aware before doing the asking to prevent situations like this. I was contemplating if I should just bite the bullet and go with her, but I decided I just couldn't because it is my senior year prom and I was already starting to plan my asking. There's this girl that I've liked for a couple of months now and I recently heard from my friends that she likes me back, so I was going to ask her. So I ended up going to the special ed classroom after school where I found her and asked if I could speak to her outside. I told her everything and how I really, really appreciated the gesture, but I was already planning on asking my crush to prom and she was crushed. She started crying really loudly and asked me why I couldn't have just said no. And I said that I didn't want to embarrass the two of us in front of all those people. At this point, one of her aides came out to check on us since she could hear the crying and the girl told her aide what had happened and she straight up glared at me and said, that's not okay. Now I feel like absolute shit, A-I-T-A. So I'll give you a few seconds to decide here. Is he the a-hole here? Well, the internet has spoken and they have decided that no, he is not at fault here. There are two reasons. He said in the post that for promposals, both parties to kind of have to know about it and have an understanding that there will be a positive outcome if this happens. You want to spare some feelings if someone says no. In this case, he was completely in the dark, which isn't fair. It's not fair to put him in this position and force him to say yes. And the girl with the cerebral palsy, it's not her fault. She was just going along with what the other people were telling her to do. And of course, and I think it was the teacher's aid too, these able-bodied people and this teacher aide nudged her into doing this just so they could pull out their phone cameras and post the video to get likes. They wanted a viral video that would be on the front page of BuzzFeed or featured on the Ellen Show. It wasn't about what was best for the disabled girl. The second reason why he's not the asshole is because of something the top commenter said. She's the mother of a disabled child. 
And based on what she read, she emphatically said that he is not at fault here. As a mother, she wants nothing more than to have her child be treated like everyone else, even though that means not always getting what you want. The reason why I'm going on and on about this thread is because it made me think of my own prom experiences, which is what I'm going to talk about today. My experiences are nowhere near as dramatic as this Reddit post. In fact, I don't think they're anything like we see in film and TV. Think of blockers, American Pie, she's all that. No. But I'll tell you what my ex expectations were, what really happened, and whether or not I got the happy ending that I wanted. Let me give you some background first. I'm originally from a small town in Texas, and any event that happened in the area seemed like a big deal to me. It's nothing like LA here where I have options, lots of them. And my only exposure to prom at the time came from uh, film and TV. I particularly liked the film Never Been Kissed, which came out in 1999, um, around the time I was in high school. I felt like I was Josie Geller, except for the whole being 25 and going undercover for a newspaper. Josie Grossi was for the most part a loser, but over time she became cool and very well liked. Before she blew her cover, she was voted prom queen. I wanted to be like Josie. For prom, I wanted one of the cute guys in school to ask me out. I wanted to wear the prettiest dress with my hair and makeup on point. People would look at me differently. They would put their previous judgments aside and believe that I'm special. I can be well liked. In high school, prom was for juniors and seniors only, but their dates could be any grade. I didn't get asked to prom my freshman or sophomore year. You know, I haven't said much about what I was like growing up, so to anyone other than my family and friends from Texas, just know that I was both shy and arrogant at the same time, if that makes sense. And I was also a nerd with no fashion sense. Yeah, it probably makes zero sense, but I'll talk more about my childhood in later episodes. Those of you that did know me in high school, please tell me what you really thought of me. Semifieldwriter at gmail.com. Anyway, no prom for me for the first two years. No big deal. Junior year, I could go, finally. I don't think I was worrying about a date when I was getting everything else figured out. My mom's a pretty good seamstress and she made my dress. We went to a fabric shop and uh, luck out we lucked out on the most incredible fabric. It was this black lace with these like silver moons and stars printed all over it. It was pricey, but it was way less than just going to buy a dress outright. So my mom draped that lace over a satin navy blue dress and I found some complimentary jewelry at Claire's and that was it. I wanted a date for sure. I would have felt like a loser if I didn't have one, if I had to go to this thing alone. I think I accepted that no one would ask me out. No guy ever dropped any hints and the guys I had crushes on, well, they were already taken. So I had to take the lead. I had to ask someone to prom. Normally, I'm terrified of making the first move like that, but what other choice did I have? I didn't have my mom laboring at the sewing machine for hours just so I could stay home. I was going to prom, damn it. I thought of the perfect person to ask, and he didn't go to the same school as me. I was in this organization called the um, National Hispanic Institute. I'll talk about NHI in detail later, but through NHI, I made friends with other people my age that lived in the area. There was one guy who I thought was super cool, and I'll be honest, I 100% don't remember his first name. I remember his last name. It could have been um, 
Pedro or something, but I think that's what we're going to go with today. So, Pedro. I had no romantic feelings for him. I thought I was way out of his league, but I knew he was good enough. He was a good enough friend that he would be my date. He was a good dancer. He was a gentleman when he needed to be. And he was kind of a good looking dude. I imagine the other kids in my school looking at the two of us and saying, damn, where did he come from? Points to her. This all happened in the year 2000. And to put this to perspective, promposals weren't a thing and neither were cell phones. I don't remember how I got Pedro's number, but I called him and asked if he wanted to go to my school's prom. He said yes. He was all for it. The only thing he didn't know for certain was if he would be available that particular night. He worked part-time at a Long John Silver's or something, and he needed to see if he could get the night off. Everything else was fine. He had a suit and everything, but he needed to call me back about his schedule. This was probably a month before prom. I waited for his call at least a couple of weeks. I heard nothing, so I called him back to get an update. Pedro said he still wasn't sure. So get this, prom was a, on a Friday night, and it was also the season of Lent. And if you've been around a Catholic, you know we don't eat meat. It's fish all day. Grandpa even chicken or no-go, but go ahead and be a pescatarian for a day. Yeah. I say this because that was Pedro's reasoning for not giving me a firm answer because of Lent. I kid you not, sales of fish sandwiches go up exponentially on Friday nights and he was worried that all hands would have to be on deck. So again, he said, I'll get back to you. One more week goes by. Still, nothing. It was the Sunday before prom and I was angry. I didn't appreciate the lack of communication on his end. I felt like he wasn't respecting my time, so I accepted that he would not be going to prom with me. I went to Sunday school, and after class, I was hanging out with some of my classmates. I was venting and telling them my foil plans for prom and that I had no date. And miraculously, one of my friends says, I'll go with you. What? I have this friend named Fabian, and he also goes to different school. And for the record, I'm using fake names going forward. Fabian is free on Friday night, and he's got a suit. He offers to go to prom with me if I was interested. We talked about it during the week and we made plans of how we were going to get there and back. Friday was here. I only had two hiccups leading to Friday. Um, first, I got sick with a cold. I'm not sure if we even had class that Friday, but I kind of remember my mom giving me some Alka-Seltzer cold medicine and I took like an hour-long nap. Luckily, I was well enough to go. The second issue came with my ride. I asked uh, my good friend Lewis if he would give us a ride to prom and back. And at first he was happy to do it. And then he said he couldn't. His response was that his girlfriend hated my guts. Apparently she was jealous of our friendship and thought I would be taking attention away from her. Well, I never liked her anyways. Her sister was way nicer and prettier. Anyway, I found another ride and it was fine. We picked up Fabian at his house, took some photos together. Typical. Then my mom drove us out of town where prom would be held, and we met up with two of my friends, and we stayed with them the rest of the night. Prom itself was fun. I felt very pretty. I danced for a while. I saw other friends there, too, who were generally, genuinely happy to see me. And Fabian was at my side. I think some of the more popular kids were there for just a minute. I saw all of them arrive at once, just looking great from head to toe. 
I'm sure the girls went to professional to get their hair and nails did, but they took pictures, took a lap around the dance floor, and then left. I can't verify this, but I'm sure they were driving around in stretch limos, and they had dinner at a very fancy restaurant before they showed up to prom. And then later in the night, they booked hotel rooms and, you know, their experiences were more like the movies, I think. But I don't know for certain. I was not cool enough to be part of that group, and I, I think I'm okay with that. Afterwards, my friends and I went to miniature golf course. Unfortunately, that place isn't around anymore, but they did have an arcade, and we spent a little time there before going home. I'm pretty sure I kicked Fabian's ass in Mortal Kombat. I didn't think there was anything romantic about the night. That's not what was I was really expecting. This was more about a friend that wanted to help make sure I had a good time, and he was a trooper, and I'm always grateful to him for stepping in like that. You know, I last saw Fabian over a year ago when I was back home visiting family, and he was at a restaurant and he was just a few tables over. I didn't go over and say hi. I, that, that sounds rude, but I'll tell you why I didn't approach him. I'm an introvert, first and foremost, and I hadn't really seen the guy in almost 20 years. I didn't know if he would be happy to see me or if he would even recognize me. I was too afraid to find out, so I didn't do anything. But in my defense, he didn't approach me either, so I think we're okay. Now, before I talk about my senior year, we can take a quick break. Obviously, I don't have sponsors to promote or anything like that, so you could just pause this podcast, go to the bathroom, check your messages, get a coffee, and I'll be waiting right here. Okay, welcome back. Now it's time to talk about senior year. It was a very different outcome, I have to say. So... I knew again that I would have to ask someone to be my date. Early in the school year, I was uh, quote-unquote going out with someone, which doesn't mean much. The most risque thing I think we ever did was just hold hands. So, of course, he could have been my date, but our romance just lasted six weeks, so um, there were too many differences to keep us together. I decided that I was going to ask my friend named Griffin. He was a freshman, but that didn't matter to me. As I was friends with a lot of people younger than me, I wasn't afraid of the optics. I wanted to ask Griffin because I didn't think anyone else would think to ask him, and he was cute too. When I asked, he didn't give me a straight answer. He had to check with his mom first, and I knew right then and there that that wasn't going to happen. I knew who his mom was. Nice lady. Um, she wasn't the problem. The, the issue was he was too young. I think the argument was that Prom was reserved for juniors and seniors, and other events were reserved for upperclassmen. And if Griffin were to go to these things as a freshman, he would have nothing to look forward to once he got to that age. Just keep that in the back of your head for just a little bit. So I asked another friend, my friend Nick, to go to prom. He was also a freshman, but his parents were hung up on him growing up too fast, so he said yes. Now the next plan was to figure out who else I'd be hanging out with at prom. Who would be my ride this year? Lewis had a new girlfriend. She had no animosity towards me, so now I would get my ride from Lewis. All the plans were in place, but the day itself brought too many hiccups. I think prom was on Friday again, and I don't understand it. Why couldn't it have been on a Saturday? Was it too expensive? Were we going to get less promiscuous and wasted on a Friday? I don't know. Anyway, several of us were out of town for a UIL regional competition. I don't know what they call it in your state, but the UIL is the organization that sanctions all high school contests in the state of Texas, whether it's sports or academics or music. 
Louis, his girlfriend, and I were all competing that day. I competed in an accounting competition. Yes, accounting. So what? My test was early, so I, I was able to go home sooner than everybody else. I had time to go home and get ready for, for prom. The problem was that Louis and his girl were competing later, and they wouldn't be able to drive us to prom. They're going to be late. So I ended up asking um, two other friends of mine if they wouldn't mind driving Nick and I to prom. And then Louis was going to meet us there. We get to this hotel where prom was going to be held. We were there at least an hour and a half early. I don't know why. But we took our photos and then we had to wait. My friends who chauffeured us, they're already left for dinner. So we're basically stranded. And this is where it gets really bad. We're waiting for a while in the lobby because we agreed to go to dinner with Louis and his girlfriend beforehand. Soon the rest of my classmates started trickling in. I remember this one dude who was the douchiest person in our class. He rolls up in this brand new GMC Denali that his girlfriend's dad bought for them. She was way too good for him, and yet she married him and he got to work for the family business. Lucky bastard. Anyway, I kind of felt like an idiot just standing by in the lobby as people are passing by. I mentioned earlier that promposals and cell phones were not a thing back then. I think I found one person that was able to lend me their phone and I called, I called Lewis and he said that they were on their way. Prom was starting soon and I started thinking the plan B. I asked my date if we should keep waiting or if we should just go inside the ballroom and start the party without them. We could skip dinner. There was a snack table that we could, we could try. And it's not like there was a Chili's next door that we could stop at. We would have to drive to get food. And I don't think there was an option to go into prom, leave, and then come back. It seemed like re-entry wasn't allowed. It was one or the other. And my date was saying that he was kind of hungry and wanted to go to dinner, so that was our decision. We were going to keep waiting. We were in that lobby for at least two hours before Louis shows up. I gave him the biggest death stare. I felt like he was really inconsiderate of my time. And he kept giving me the impression that they would be running just a few minutes late. And I looked like a fool for just standing in the lobby for two hours with no alternative. The other thing that pissed me off, they brought another couple. I didn't, I didn't dislike him or anything, but I wasn't given the heads up that we'd be making this a triple date. Again, this is just Lewis being rude in my mind. But we went with all of them to dinner. At that point, all I could think of was the time. How much time were we wasting because of their lateness? And I said Nick was hungry earlier, and that's why we decided to wait. Well, he orders an appetizer. He gets one of the smallest items on the menu and just pecks at it like a bird. This is why we waited two hours? Just so you could have five potato skins? You know, this has happened one other time in my life. This is probably one of the worst things you could ever do to me. So... This was a long time ago, but I went on a trip to Vegas with my ex-boyfriend and a friend of his. And while we were uh, checking out of the hotel, we were deciding, should we just drive straight home and just get this trip done? Or should we just stay, find something to eat, and then go back home? I already had a snack at that point, so I felt good. I was willing to just make that three and a half hour trip right then and there. But the friend, he was saying that he could eat something, so we decided, okay, we'll get something to eat. And I kid you not, we were arguing for about at least an hour, maybe an hour, just trying to figure out where we were going to go get some food. Uh, so then once we decided we were going to go to a Denny's, we drive 20 minutes the other direction to go to this restaurant. 
And then once we actually get there, we're getting our, our menus. The friend says, are you guys going to get anything? Because I'm really not that hungry. Guys, please do not put that kind of stress on me. Don't make me bend over backwards for you. Don't waste my time only for you to lose your appetite and change your mind. Okay? The good news is I saw that friend one other time since then and I broke up with my ex-boyfriend not long thereafter. It had it wasn't just because of the trip. There was many other things going on. Rant over. Um, back to prom. The event is four hours long and we already missed half of it. And by that time, the damage was done. I was hanging out with some other friends and we were dancing to every song, but at that point, I was just forcing myself to have fun. Even if my friends and my date were trying to help me have a good time, I already made the choice to call this night a failure. Oh, one other thing, remember Griffin, the freshman who couldn't go to prom? He was there. He was someone else's date. It sounded like he filled in at the very last minute and his mom decided to make an exception, but I don't know. It could have been that or they were just all lying to me the entire time. Maybe Griffin can tell me. He knows who he is. The one highlight from prom was that was the announcement of the prom king and queen. In the weeks leading to prom, a couple of people I least expected to care about being crowned were actively campaigning for our votes. They weren't part of the it crowd, but nobody had any issues with them. They were cool. Their campaigns were cool, very grassroots. They were just walking around in the middle of uh, classes and just saying, hey, vote for this girl, vote for that guy. Well, the rest of us took them seriously and they were voted king and queen. It was very cool to see someone else have the limelight for just a minute. Thinking back on this, I don't feel good about how I behaved. I think if I submitted this senior prom experience to Reddit, if it existed back then, the internet would say that I'm the asshole. First off, so many variables were out of our control. Lewis couldn't reschedule his competition. We didn't have the means to communicate back and forth with text messages and figure out in real time if we would meet up or not. And we didn't have Uber to take us up to a restaurant. So it was extremely unfair to blame Lewis for the, the setbacks. Second, I made a choice to react negatively to the night. If I chose to have a better attitude, I would have enjoyed myself more. I think I took it so personally because my friendship to Lewis meant a lot to me, but I realized soon after that the friendship didn't mean as much to him. But what can you do? Despite having a friend at my junior prom, I still felt like I was missing something. I wish that a guy that I liked would have asked me out. I wish that I felt more comfortable in a larger group where I would be happy and honored to celebrate this memory with them and vice versa. Thank God for college. In college, they were called formals. All dorms had one every year. Different student organizations had one every year. And for the most part, my dates were great. All but maybe one were stand-up guys. One of the first dances I went to, a friend and I just simultaneously agreed to go together. And he was such a gentleman from the very first minute. He brought me flowers. Nobody else got flowers. And for another dance, the guy asked me out. And I can't tell you how much that warmed my heart. <laughs> guy asked me out, that sounds stupid, right? But it was a little victory for me. And those victories were few and far between at that time. Now, I shouldn't be saying this, but there were always pre-parties before a formal. And that's when I felt like I belonged. I was with friends. 
We would take pictures together in our gowns and suits. I could forget about the studying and the homesickness and general anxiety for a little bit. Still, nothing romantic happened, but it was more important to me to feel like I belonged. So for all those kids that are about to go prom in the next couple months, and even the teachers that have to chaperone, be safe and have fun. Do your best to take in the moment, and let's hope the coronavirus doesn't cancel your event too. All right, I want to hear your stories about prom. And again, for anybody that knew me at that time, I'd like to hear your perspectives about prom at that time. You can send me an email, semifailwriter at gmail.com. Remember, I also have a blog. It's semifailwriter.com. I'm still slowly transitioning my social media accounts. And so I've changed my Instagram. You can follow me at semifailwriter. Um, I'm going to try to increase my uh, activity on that account. More pictures, more IG stories, but check me out there and you can see what I look like. All right, that's all I have for now. Um, Everybody, please stay safe out there. If you're doing self-isolation, just um, let's hope we can get through this thing sooner rather than later. All right, take care, guys. Bye.